You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Hello, everybody. Good morning. This is Morning Breath. It's Wednesday, November 24th. Beautiful day. Great day to be alive in Jesus. And Morning Breath is a drive-time devotion. Sure to jumpstart your day. What we do is take a chapter of the Bible... We spend some time reading it, spend some time with the Lord. Then we come down to the studio here in the Merritt Island campus of East Coast Christian Center. We read the chapter on the air, and then we talk about wherever God leads us in the chapter. My co-host today is Pastor Brian Moore. How are you doing, Pastor Brian? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Uh, well, my pleasure. Good to have you. Yeah, thanks. For, thanks for having me. Hey, let's yeah. do it. <clears throat> That's what I said to my mother. That's a joke. But Boom. Okay. <laughs> I thanks. get it now. Thanks, thanks for, for having, having me. me. I get yeah. it. I get it. Yeah. Even for Thanksgiving dinner, I would say that. Hey, that's good stuff. Should I tell people how to get on board? Do here? it. All right. So there's a few ways you can get on board with the show. If uh, you're new to the show, there is a East Coast app. We are a, a ministry of East Coast Christian Center. And so we would invite you to uh, download our app, East Coast app, or go to our website, eccc.us. There's all sorts of information, events, and all sorts of things on the website there. But there's also a link there to a morning breath. And there are podcasts, there are um, all sorts of YouTube, there's there's all the things for ways to yep. get connected. You yep. call, call the church office as well, 452-1060, and let them know you'd like to get an email or even a snail mail uh, devotion guide. It'll tell you what chapters we're headed towards, because we just read a chapter, and we want you to get in the Word of God with us and read chapters um, alongside and uh, watch what God breathes on and speaks to us and speaks to you. and. Just pray that you'd be encouraged and built up and just take a step with Jesus today. Yeah, beautiful. We'd love to have you involved that way. Now, uh, as you get into morning breath, and you know, today we're in John 14, we go right through you know, the weekend. We have stuff to do, soap studies and all that. Tomorrow is Thanksgiving. Dude, I'm going to eat pie. Are you? What kind? I think it's going to be pumpkin or apple, but yeah, people, like eat, pie? people eat like pecan or pecan however you say that pecan yeah it's not my favorite but i like whipped cream more than i like my pumpkin pie (laughs) but i'll have some pumpkin with some whipped cream and then i'll get some probably apple with some ice cream oh yeah yeah doing both i've been paying attention to my calorie intake just kind of building up you know just getting ready got room just getting ready yeah got room to do some pie gonna do it i'm not a pie guy so i'm i'm looking forward to my turkey yeah my wild turkey wild your own turkey did you shoot it yeah we got shot it? it with my bow this year that's awesome so we're gonna have wild turkey breast that's great. We had it last year, too. I shot one last year, too, but, yeah. I haven't shot any deer yet Any year. tips on how you cook wild turkey? Like, well, you know, I, I just do it like if you're going to deep fry a turkey. Yeah. I do it the same way, only I cut it in nuggets. Okay. I uh, coat them. Okay. And drop them in and just brown them up nice. So the kids love them. Turkey nuggets. Yeah, they're real. Like it's real chicken meat. nuggets. We're going turkey yeah. nuggets. It's real meat. Nice. They're a little chunkier than like the cheap chicken nuggets you can get at a store. All right. And they're pretty meaty. And okay. Yeah, Hudson thinks they're the best thing you ever ate. Turkey nuggets. Go turkey ahead, Hudson. Nuggets. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, he liked them. That's, I think, I think we're good. doing some turkey and uh, got some family in town. It'll be uh, it'll be fun times. Yeah, we're having a real turkey, too, like that we bought at the store. but we uh, Store-bought. I like to know where my meat comes from. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, so that's good. Anyway, so... Uh, we got something going on crazy good at the church. We do. We got a cool event coming up on December the 3rd, which would be next Friday night uh, from 6 to 9 out on the parkway, right out in front of uh, 680, 670 North Courtney Parkway here right. on Merritt Island. We're going to have snow. We're going to have big slide. Come on. We're going to have 
all sorts of fun for the family and uh, snowball sledding. All all the exciting things that you don't normally do in Central Florida <laughs> in December. We're yeah. bringing snow. We're bringing uh, sleds, and we want you to come. There are sleds for you know different ages, so that it's not you know too scary for the little ones. Oh, we yeah. have little little slides and big slides, yep. and we also have food and fun and games. And uh, it's really an event for the community. Come be a part of that. Hang out with us and uh, come be a part of it on our property and just enjoy the goodness of God on our property. We'd love you to come and have a fun time with us. And so that's from 6 to 9, December the 3rd. All free. Friday. All free. Free. Yeah, free. Free. Food isn't free. but No, if you want to buy a hot dog, you've got to pay for that. But it's cheap. Yeah. yeah. We have got low prices. I think we have a couple of food trucks maybe that are going to be here with uh, oh, you know, some okay. vendors selling some food Very that good. Way. Um, so maybe a little bit better than even just a little hot dog. Yeah, yeah, you got stuff there. Yeah. But, but we don't, we're don't. we not the food trucks, so we can't make it super cheap at whatever price they charge. Yep. Right? Kettle corn. Kettle corn ladies. Cotton candy. Be here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we got all the things that way. Cool. Yep. Be good. Be awesome. Anyway, so that's really the main thing we've got going on leading up to Christmas. Of course, we've got services at all our locations. Would love to see you come on out and get involved in church, and uh, we've been having uh, we've been having the blessing of the Lord. It's been incredible watching yeah. God do what He's doing here at East Coast. Yeah, so we're going to get into the chapter. We're in John fourteen today. Maybe you said that, but uh, we're in John fourteen. I have the New American Standard version today. I'm going to read from. Okay, and I'm sure you got the ever faithful New King Jimmy. Yeah, I got the New King James, and I'm going to read through for fourteen. All right. And uh, that's almost halfway, and then you can take it at 15. <clears throat> that sounds great. So I'll say to you, Pastor Dan, read, sir. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, you may be also. There you may be also. And where I go, you know, and the way you know. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going, and how can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you had known me, you would have known my Father also. From now on, you know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father, and it is sufficient for us. Jesus said to him, <clears throat> have I been with you so long, and yet you have not known me, Philip? You has seen me, has seen the Father. So how can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father in me? The words that I speak to you, I do not speak on my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does the works. Believe in me that I am in the Father and the Father in me, or else believe me for the sake of the works themselves. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these he will do, because I go to the Father. And whatever you ask in my name, that I will do, and the Father may be, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. All right, verse 15, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may be with you forever. That is the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive, but because but because it does not see him or know him, but you know him because he abides with you and will be with you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. After a little while, the world the world will not longer see me, will no longer see me, but you will see me. Because I live, you will live also. In that day, you will know that I am in the Father, and you in me, and I in you. 
He who has made my command, who he, he who has my commandments and keeps them is the one who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my father, and I will love him and will disclose myself to him. Mm. Judas, not the not Iscariot, said to him, Lord, what then has happened that you are going to disclose yourself to us and not to the world? Jesus answered and said to him, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my father will love him, and we will come to him and make our abode with him. He who does not love me does not keep my words, and the word which you hear is not mine, but the Father's who sent me. These things I have spoken to you while abiding in you, but the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things, and bring to your remembrance all that I said to you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world does, or not as the world gives, do I give to you. Do not let your heart be troubled nor let it be fearful. Mm. You heard that I said that I said to you, I will go away and I will come to you. If you loved me, you will you would have oh, sorry, if you loved me, you would have rejoiced because I go to the Father, for the Father is greater than I. Now I've told you before it happens, so that when it happens you may believe. I will not speak much more with you, for the ruler of the mm. world is coming, and he has nothing in me. But so that the world may know that I love the Father, I do exactly as the Father commanded me. Get up, let us go from here ah uh, men wow pretty uh this is this is like these are moments before you know he's going to meet the crowd and uh, you know he's teaching yeah. uh, his disciples these are kind of his last words as we read through these last chapters uh before the crucifixion in john 14 15 16 or just uh, you know if i was going to tell somebody my last words they would be they would be pretty important. Yeah. Jesus investing this time to, to just pour into his, uh, his friends, people that he's trying to get to have the right perception of who they are and who he is, and they're still struggling. You know, they 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 don't see the Father in Jesus yet, and you know Jesus is trying to trying to make clear to them that if you see me, you've seen the Father, and uh, but it's a it's a it's a it's a chapter that follows right after, which I think is kind of interesting, Peter being told that he's going to deny the Lord three times. Yeah. And then the next words out of Jesus' mouth is, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, you believe also in me. And I think that's amazing because, you know, we all fall short. Yeah. We all uh, are guilty of maybe not following through on something we said at some point in our life, you know. Yeah, I'll help you move or whatever it is out there. And uh, just, just to see this picture of, of God loving you through it and loving Peter in spite of it and telling him, you're going to give up on me, you're going to deny that you know me, but let not your heart be troubled. I think that's, I don't know, what do you think of that statement, let not your heart be troubled? Yeah, I think you have to recognize that maybe your heart's going to get into trouble, right? Like, mm-hmm. you have to know, I think he's saying, hey, there's going to be some stuff, and your heart, your heart's going to, you know, mess with you a bit, and uh, be troubled, quote-unquote, you know, might might look like a whole lot of things. If that's, you know, anxious thoughts, if that's, Worry, you know, depressed, uh, like, I'm going to feel yeah. all sorts of things in my heart. I don't think he means, like, hey, you're going to have a heart attack or something, right? Like, right. you're going to have trouble with your heartbeat. I think he's saying, like, the emotional state of your heart and, like, your soul, if you, like, he's speaking to more than just the natural being that you are. He's saying, yes. hey, on the inside, there's going to be some things you got to wrestle with, but don't be troubled. Trust in God. 
Like, trust also in me. Like, it's going to be okay. I'm going to be. I mean, I love in verse 18, like later on in the chapter, he says, I'm not going to leave you as orphans, but I'll right, come to you. Right. right. Like, though you're going to feel some things, I'm going to be near to you. There's a way that we're going to do this together even when I go away, right? Like, yeah. I'm not going to leave you and just go, good luck, boys. Like, I'm actually going to give you part of me, the, the Spirit yeah, of God, yeah. to go and to do this so that you can do this and not feel like you're on your own doing it, even though you might deny me three times, even though you might all these things, I'm going to yeah. be with you. And that's super, I mean, that's honorable. Like you think about all the things that we may promise our kids or promise <laughs> our grandkids or promise our friends. Yeah. We don't, we don't get to say, Hey, I'm going to always be with you. Like we're not forever going to be here, but Jesus was, it's pretty yeah. powerful. Yeah. It's awesome. The other thing that I get out of that is he's telling these guys, let not your heart be troubled. He isn't saying, look, I'll take care of your hearts for you. Yeah. Hey guys, when you when you get all all worried and depressed or you know whatever it is suicidal any kind of crazy stuff going on in your life i'll step in and take care of your heart for you that's not what he's saying yeah he taking our hearts which the bible says out out of our hearts flow the issues of life yeah our our life factory our heart is our responsibility to to take care of and so when you're, you know, when you're having an argument with yourself on the inside, you got to let God win that argument. You got to let the word of God win that argument. Maybe it's just you're really down on yourself. You made a bad decision. I mean, can you imagine how depressed Peter could have gotten oh. by denying the Lord three times and cussing and walking away from a young servant girl and then Jesus is crucified that next morning and oh, yeah. you know all that stuff happens, no opportunity to fix it no opportunity to apologize all those things going on he could have he could have completely lost it but i love what the angel said to the disciples it said tell his disciples and peter i go before him into galilee i mean even there jesus is is putting breadcrumbs of his love and care uh, out there for for peter to follow back home you know, I love that he's doing this before all that happens. Like, yeah. he's, you know, he's saying, hey, I'm going to go. Like, Get before, before it happens, this yeah. is what I want you to know. Beautiful. I mean, again, like you said, like this is the last words here. He is actually trying to encourage them and empower them because he knows it's going to get messier than they recognize it's going to get yeah, messy maybe. Yeah. And in the meantime, he's preparing them. Like, there's some preppers out there that are doing all sorts of things for, like, the end times and, you know, like all the, oh, yeah. all the prep things, right? And this was like, if there was ever a time to prepare for something <laughs> – Hello, you're like there's some serious, some serious stuff that's going to come against yeah, me, yeah, quote yeah. unquote Jesus, right? Yeah. And he's going, dude, you better get ready. Like yeah. this is not going to be something you've ever faced or ever seen before. This is bigger than that. And uh, I just love that he's on the front side of that. And then he goes, hey, I'm going to be with you. I'm not going to leave you as orphans. You're not going to have to do it alone. Like I, I agree. I think I, li- I really like that he's warning them to go. Hey, you're going to have to manage your heart. You're going to have to do something with that. But hey, I'll be here to help you. The Spirit of God will be in you. It's not for the world. It's not for everybody, but it's for you guys. You know me, right? Yeah. It, and what's crazy to me, this is Jesus is talking about him dying. Yeah, yeah. And he does it in such a beautiful way. Look, I'm going to go. I'm going to the Father. Yeah. If if you'd known, you know, if you'd have believed and understood that, you'd have rejoiced. Oh yeah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Jesus is saying that the only door he can go through to get to God right now is crucifixion. Yep. But yet, he, he shares it with his disciples in such a beautiful way that, look, trust, no matter how bad, this, this is something I want to say, no matter how bad life gets, no matter what's going on in your world today, we have a promise of total victory yeah. in Jesus. Now, that doesn't mean that everything will work out on earth 
But, you know, heaven is better by far. Yeah. You know, we have a promise. And Jesus thought so highly of heaven and his father's presence that he didn't even blink about the door he had to go through, which was being beat within an inch of his life and then crucified. We're talking torture people. He didn't even blink at that. He just explained the beauty of going to spend time with his father. It's an incredibly beautiful portion of scripture about an incredibly horrible moment in in history. Yeah, and he's doing this peacefully, right? Yes. Like, like he's communicating a very hard thing that he's about per, he's personally about to walk through and doing it. You think about, you know, anybody who's uh, dealt with somebody who's dying or who's about to, you know, is in there knowingly going, "Hey, you know what? Yeah. It's winding down yeah. here." It's not a usually all that peaceful, exciting journey if you don't have the peace of God that That's you're going right. somewhere that is way better. Right? That's Heaven's right. way better. And there's there's great difference between people that are, you know, oftentimes people that are, you know, know that their salvation is secure, they're going to see Jesus and heaven's better, versus the man, this would be a really hard thing for him to do if he wasn't if he didn't know that what he was going back to, right? Like he had come from there, he's going back there and um how even just the the mindset of what that would look like and how all that rolled out, it just it's a bit mind blowing to me. Like to understand, he came from heaven, he's going back to heaven, right? Yeah, yeah. He knows he's been there, done that, and he's going, hey, but I'm going to help you in a different way, and it's going to be because of the release of this Holy Spirit that's going to walk with you and do it on the inside. Um, but abide in me, stay close. Yeah. Like, hey, obey my commandments. I've given you a plan. I've given you a way to do this. Go run the play. Go do the thing. You're going to be all right. You yeah. Know? Don't don't just try to wing it here. Winging it's not going to work. Like. <laughs> Winging it is what's a, what he said in verse 38 of the last chapter. Is like, hey, you're going to yeah, deny yeah, me three yeah. times, right? That's Don't what do winging that. it gets you. Don't do that. Yeah. And, you know, then then there's some crazy stuff. I mean, he is just, I love it. He, when, when Thomas says, you know, Thomas and Jesus are having a little argument here, a little disagreement. Yeah. Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you're going, and how can we know the way? And Jesus sums it up so beautifully when he says to him, I am the way the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And I don't know. that I just see a bunch of stuff here. I see when he says, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. Trust in his presence is what I wrote down. And then he says, I go to prepare a place for you. That's a promise. Yeah. So trust in his presence, trust in his promises. And then here, when he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life, I wrote down, trust in his person. So his presence, his promise, and his person. And I just thought that was, you know, a good encouragement to me this morning to get my eyes up off of maybe the circumstance or situation, because that's what poor old Thomas is doing. He's going like, we don't know where you're going. We don't know the way. How can we know the way if we don't even know where you're going today? And Jesus makes it very clear. If you know me, you know the way. Yeah, Because I am the way, the truth, and the life. And here's the truth about me and my life. I will not get from point A to point B, whatever that is, apart from Jesus. I know me well enough that I am not capable of arriving at the goal or the destination, a godly destination, apart from the person, the presence, and the promises of God in my life. And so it just made me lean in a little bit further this morning to Jesus because it's just, you know, apart from him, you know, there's no way. Um, yeah. I don't make it. I think we all we all know ourselves well enough to know, if we're honest with ourselves, that without Jesus, 
we're going to be out there yeah. somewhere somewhere far you know and i did i i like that he um I don't. He doesn't make it that hard. It's not like he's going, "Hey, do these forty-two things." He's like, "Hey, abide in me. Stay close. Yeah. Like, um, I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you something. Hang on to that. Like, embrace that. I will. I'll. You know, this is my peace. I leave with you in twenty-seven. Peace. I leave with you. My peace. I give to you. Not as the world gives. Do I give to you? Like, I'm giving you something better than the world's ever going to be able to offer you. Like, hey, hang on to this. Don't let your hearts be troubled. He's saying it again. Don't let it be fearful. Like there's, you know, this troubling and this fear thing can do some real problems in you. It can lead you into some real bad decisions. You think yeah. about some of the decisions we make in fear or when our hearts are, you know, troubled, we can make some really poor decisions. He's saying, hey, you know what? Walk in my peace. I'm going to, I'm, I'm here. I'm going to do it with you. And uh, it's not as the world gives. It's not just some, you know, yeah. some thing over here that the world's going to add a layer on top. I'm actually coming to the inside so that your behavior can actually be different because <laughs> of the closeness. It's not just a, a modification of something on the outside that, you know, in our culture today, there's a lot of behavior modification things. Yep. There's things that we can do to change behavior. But he's saying, hey, I'm going to give you peace on the inside. Yeah. My peace I give to you. My peace I leave with you. And that's Prince of Peace, right? That's that's yeah. better than the world could ever offer. But again, he's telling them this before they actually face it. And I just I was reminded again this morning to go. Hey, I don't I don't know what may come next week or next yeah, month. Yeah. But it might be the next virus or the next pandemic or the next thing. God forbid. We have peace and we can have it because He left it for us in the form of the Holy Spirit. And I need that. I need to rest in that. I need to rely on that and not try to manage it myself. Oh, absolutely. You know, uh, the the statement that He makes in verse twelve is uh, should be a mind blower. It should just make you sit there and go, whoa. Yeah. Because he says, most assuredly, at least, how does it read? I didn't read it in the, in the uh, and it, is it New American Standard New yet? New American Standard says, truly, truly, <laughs> I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also, and greater works than these he will do, because I go to the Father. Wow. You know, that's that's just uh, like a mouthful. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't, I don't have an answer for all of that, but I'm called to believe that. Yeah. I don't always um <laughs> you know see that working out in my life exactly but the truth is that is a promise of God and I don't know what you're facing right now and you know it could be you know when they say greater works I kind of tend to believe that's sharing the new birth with people because right now Jesus nobody can be born again. Yeah. Nobody can receive Christ and have their life changed. And so the greater works that he means, does that mean I'll just do like 47 miracles and Jesus only did 13 or whatever right. the number is? Right. Now, I think he's actually talking about possibly here the new birth, which has not been made available to anybody yet because Jesus hadn't died and paid the price for s the sins of the world yet. So yeah. it could be, but it's still, I mean, even if that's it. Yeah. That's not, that's, that's like huge. You know, that's like incredibly huge what we get to do is share the gospel with people, be involved in the, in the preaching of the gospel to the world, to see the world saved. Yeah, I wonder, I wonder about the, uh, the idea of that, of, of him doing this in, a, in one generation, right? Like we're, we're doing this now 2,000 years later that is having a ripple effect into generations ahead. And, and behind us, and behind, right? like, yeah, you think about the, the impact that we're able to have today by the gospel. Yeah, it's incredible, but we we'll talk about it more after the break. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors.
At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, Coco, and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone, so come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. Barfield Contracting and Associates is a fully licensed and insured roofing and building contractor. They are located in Cocoa Village, but service all of Brevard County and surrounding communities. They also offer military and senior discounts and free estimates and appreciate every opportunity they are given. 321-454-4531. That's 321-454-4531. Barfield Contracting, treating you like family. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060. Extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. Are you a young adult between the ages of 18 and 29, seeking community and an opportunity to press into the Word of God on a deeper level? Join us at Mezzanine, Sunday nights at 7. Experience powerful and impacting messages alongside like-minded individuals that are passionate about pursuing the heart of God. Visit mezzanine.church to get plugged in. Hi, I'm Scott Langston. I'm a broker associate who has specialized in commercial real estate for the past 27 years. I sell real estate for Remax Elite. I give free broker price opinions to anyone selling real estate. If you are looking to buy or lease real estate, I will represent you at no cost to you. My phone number is 321-403-1111. My website is scottlangston.com. Go out and make it a great day. Pineapple Garden Assisted Living and Memory Care Community, located in Rockledge. Affordable care with daily activities and a friendly 24-hour staff, making sure you or your loved one is safe and secure. Find them online at pineapplegarden.com. For over 30 years, CB Plumbing has been a family-owned and operated business that is dedicated and proud to serve the Brevard County community. CB Plumbing offers both drain and sewer line cleaning for commercial and residential. CB Plumbing for all your plumbing needs. 321-783-6000. That's 321-783-6000. Customer satisfaction is their guarantee. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. Hey, man. Welcome back, everybody. What do you got, Pastor Brian? So as I was saying before the break there, I think some of the uh, greater works, you know, as I opened up the Bible app to read um, this morning before I came in here to do the show (laughs) with you, I I noticed that there's been over 500 million downloads. That is a... Well, uh, well, what? How many? 501 million downloads of the Bible app, which is, that's mind-blowing. That's a huge number of people all across the planet that have access to the Word of God and access to relationship with Jesus through His Word, that maybe that is, you know, of this generational ripple, 
Like with the bigness of what can happen in the lives of people when they get the word of God in on the inside of them, but it wasn't even possible. I mean, 20 years ago, it was different. 30 years different. 2,000 years ago, when Jesus saying this, like, that, hello, that's that's a big that's a big difference in what we're capable of doing. He was in a in a area of the world. We are around the planet right now. The that's gospel right. is getting wrapped around the planet right. by His Spirit and by His Word getting out. Lives are forever changed, and I, I I agree with what you're saying about you know the Spirit of God and getting born again. I mean, absolutely, we we're getting the ability now for the Word of God to get out to see people come to Christ and for lives to forever be changed by the gospel all the way around the planet. That's why God could, I mean, Jesus could say, it's better for me to leave. Yeah. You know, only because of these things where he could live inside of all of us and put in somebody's heart and mind to make the Bible app. Crazy. Which, like you said during the break, you can get that into China. Anywhere. You don't have to carry a box of Bibles. All you got to do is get be able to get the download. And I'm sure there's a way to do it on a, like you said, a some thumb sort of thumb some drive sort of, yeah. or a stick of some sort. Anyway, we got to go. We love you guys. Appreciate you being with us here on Morning Breath. Have a great day. See you, Pastor Brian right, and bye-bye. Nick. See you, Nick. Bye, guys. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath Podcast.